Hello and welcome to another episode of. Uh... <laughs> Did you forget what it was called? <laughs> I had it before. I was thinking about it just before. Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pocket Grandpa Conversations Between Generations. It's been several months now since our last uh, episode that we recorded. And, of course, there was a lot of things involved with COVID and, and uh, just everyday life in the last year. But uh, here we are again. We're ready to do another one today. And it's, the topic is success. So, uh, hope you enjoy it. So, success is our topic for today. And... Success means different things to different people. Um, I've heard it described as an idea, as a feeling. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just individually, I think it means something different to every person. But I have two dictionaries in my office. One is the American Heritage Dictionary. The other is Webster's. Just for kicks, I looked at both of them to... Uh, to see what their definitions were for success. The American heritage says the achievement of something attempted, fame and prosperity, one that succeeds. And Webster says favorable outcome, gaining of wealth and fame, one that succeeds. So the, the thing I noticed that was interesting about both these is that Fame and prosperity, or the gaining of wealth, uh, was second on both these definitions, in both dictionaries. So, that was interesting to me, because my perception has always been that, that the world thinks of success as somebody who's rich and famous, but yet, that's not the number one definition. So, with that, Liam... What do you think about that, those, those two definitions? Well, I think there's two levels to look at success. There's maybe the personal feeling of success, mm. something that you've attempted, like in that one um, definition, um, or something that you wanted to happen happening. Um, and then there's a more objective, financial, societal measure of success. That would be, you know fame, wealth, recognition, um, have it, getting to live comfortably. Um, so I don't know what it says about the first definition coming first. Um, maybe it's that, you know, real success, you have to be personally, um, uh, you have to have a personal feeling of success first before the objective portion even matters before it manifests itself into something financial or gain like that right it has to be a personal achievement to you right because otherwise you know i mean if you're you know a lot of successful people in the fame and wealth um category might not feel successful um say you get rich off of i don't know trading stocks but you always wanted to be a famous painter you're successful in that wealth and fame category, but you're not necessarily successful in the way you want it to be. Hmm. 
And so, I, I mean... I, I well, don't... see, to me, that that's true success, is what you want with your life. It seems like that to me, too. Yeah. But I noticed, that then I looked up succeed, too. And, and the two definitions... You know, they basically success and succeed mean the same thing. But su- succeed in Webster's means attain a desired object or end. And um, in the American heritage, it's to accomplish something attempted. So there again, that's that. Um, what's it? What's within the person? That what they want to do, what they want their life to become, how they that's success to them individually right inside and it could be money it could be yeah um recognition for their art or their um, achievements in some way it could just simply be living the life they want to live um what's your perception of your generation's idea of success i I mean your peers i think we're a lot less tied to the idea of financial or um societal measures of success and more we put more emphasis on personal success um i definitely think that there are more creatives um that are, have uh, been allowed to really pursue being creative um without fear of judgment mm, you know i mean yeah. um maybe maybe you can give me some insight into ima- imagine if if someone from your generation early on had said i want to be a famous painter or a famous musician it you know what what would they be met with because in my generation you know that's something that's common and it's something that's encouraged but was no, that see i think um there's a lot of people that uh, you you get met with um with distractions people saying oh no you can't do that you know you can't no and and you can't pay attention to any of that stuff, you know, to be successful, in my mind. Uh, you're going to have detractors of whatever you say you want to do, you know, like, uh, I want to be a doctor. People are going to say, you know, it takes too much schooling. Look at all that you'd have to do. Uh, you don't have the money for medical school. How are you going to do that? You know, you always get that. And that's where you need determination. I think determination is a key word in success of whether it's, financial or whether it's like uh well my own personal um definition of success and for my life was just always to be happy my happiness and the happiness of my family that was my main goal whatever it took where if we moved somewhere or we lived somewhere where we were happy or i had a job that made me happy now that's very important to me People are doing something that they're not happy at. Uh, that's not success to me, in even, my mind. Even, if, even if they're making a lot of, of millions of dollars, yeah. I think, you know, a lot of these people that are very successful in life, uh, that everybody knows their names and stuff, you know, computer people. Um, but the one thing they have is is the love of what they're doing. It's, mm-hmm. The money comes separate. It's it's a separate entity. It's it's completely. It's a side deal. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not what they got into what they were doing for. They got into whatever they were doing for a living because they loved it and they had um, resilience and passion. Uh, 
and and the, and good ideas, and they loved what they were doing. I think that's the main key in my life. But but I, what I was going to say is, for my generation, we didn't have the opportunities you guys have now, mm-hmm. with technology and everything. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't have all that. And and just think back, my generation, there were no women doctors. Now there's more women doctors, I think, in the country than there are men. And, um, you know, and women astronauts. There's, just, there's tons of things that, that people can do now that, that weren't accepted when I was younger in my yeah. generation. And I think that's a, that's a big plus for your generation. And that's why there's maybe not so much judgment there, like you said, and, and, uh, and discouragement and things like that. People are encouraged to be their individual self. Right. Well, and especially, you know, being around a lot of creatives um, in school and, you know, as a photographer, I know a lot of other painters, photographers, draw, you know, um, artists in general. Um, And there's still that underlying, like, implication, like, where's the money going to come from? Sure. You know, like, um, it's... It can be discouraging. Um, you, you can have the passion, but you still have to eat and live somewhere and have a roof over your head, right? <laughs> right. So there's there's a balance between wanting, um, you know, I mean, to be successful, isn't there some requirement of money to at least be comfortable enough to do the things that you want to do to make your dreams into your job? Yeah. Yeah, it, there is. There's a certain amount of that. But I, I think, I don't want to get off the topic here, but I think of um, people I've seen that were raised dirt poor. Mm-hmm. Dirt poor. And, and they lived in an old, run-down, single-wide mobile home that was about to fall apart. And, and they might not have very good childhood memories, but the, one of the things they remember is they were happy. They didn't know they were poor. I hear that a lot with mm. people who were really poor. They didn't know they were poor when they were kids. They just played. They did their thing as kids. So, yeah, the money has to come at some point, I think, to to feel secure. That's more than feeling successful, though, don't you think? Are they two, di- yeah. two different things? No, I think, I think that's a good distinction, you know, secure and successful. Um, because, you know, again, successful has a couple different meanings, but security in general just means you're um, you're comfortable enough to, you know, devote your passions to what you really want to devote them to. Um, you know, also something uh, I wanted to talk about, you, you mentioned family. Yeah. Um, that's something I see different from my generation as compared to yours. Um mm. I, from what I've seen, like a big kind of angle to the idea of success in, um, you know, 50 years ago was get a wife, get kids, you know, get a house, that whole thing. Right. Um, Yeah. I, I know that, you know, my generation isn't really as focused on that. They're more focused on their whatever they may be. Um, and I think we measure success more now by what we're doing than what we have. Um, 
Well, I mean, it's, it's like that definition, one that succeeds, you know, one who succeeds or whatever. Um, and succeeding, that doesn't necessarily, that's below wealth and, and fame. You know what I mean? You can succeed at whatever you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing that's cool about uh, perseverance and grit is if a person's determined enough, they can succeed at whatever they got in their mind of where they want to go. Sure. Especially in this country. Well, and another, we have opportunities that they don't have in other countries. Another another thing that I've you know, I've, I've been listening, I still listen to a bunch of um, lectures from Alan Watts, the mm-hmm. philosopher yeah. from the 50s. Right. Um, and he mentioned something, even back then, you know, he said, you know, do what you love and forget the money. Right. And it's not like, that's not saying that we don't need money. You know, he, he expanded on that and he said, if you're doing something you really love, you'll master it. Mm-hmm. And soon you'll be the person that people go-to for it because it's so much easier to master something to get good at something if you actually enjoy what you're doing yeah and you enjoy it like like you said like the the people in the, in the in silicon valley right now people who began the technology age steve jobs bill gates mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm sure that if they didn't really love computers and technology they wouldn't have created all that they did. No, no, that's that's a, that's a good point. But yeah, that's the thing is is I think if you you have to love what you're doing, um, and then and get good at it. That's a, that's a key there. The passion. I, I keep going back to those words because if I love the program Shark Tank, I watch mm-hmm. Shark Tank mm-hmm. all the time, and. The thing that I've noticed that those people say constantly is that an entrepreneur, a, a good entrepreneur, has to love what they're doing. I mean, it's not work to them. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing about successful people is that nine times out of ten, they'll tell you it's it's not like a job. It's not like work. It's what they do. Yeah. And And you love it. You get really good at something. And then the money comes. Right. The money will come along as a as a side to that, right? So, and it's in a idealistic way. The advice then would be: don't worry about the money. Yeah, I mean, I probably should have worried more about the money because <laughs> <laughs> at this stage of my life, I don't have a lot, but I don't need a lot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So. For me, anyway, and, and I can't say this, I don't want to sound like I'm special or anything, because I'm not, but I, there's a lot of people who do need, you know, more than what they have. Mm-hmm. I'm fortunate enough to have all I need right now. I don't really need anything else in life financially, but it would be nice to have. I mean, if, if I won a lottery tomorrow that... I could leave money to people. I could give it to charity. I could I could travel a lot more. Mm-hmm. There's things I could do. But as far as you know, buying a big, huge house or something, or a Maserati or Ferrari, I, you know why? I know. I I I um heard a story of someone recently who 
just built their house and um, huge house, like three bedrooms, uh, you know, a bunch of other um, specialty rooms in the mm -hmm. house, um, and they're living alone in it, and I don't get that, and like. I mean, and maybe that's a version of success, but... Yeah, but there's so many people, going back to the financial part of it, there's so many people you hear about that are billionaires, but they're not happy. They're not happy as a person, as an individual. Yeah. They're not yeah. happy with, with their, their life. They're happy with having money, and with some people that's that is their goal just more money more money more money to keep making more money that's their passion and i guess if that's your passion it's okay for you but mm -hmm. it wouldn't be okay for me i need more than that in my life I'd yeah more substantial stuff than money right right and you know there are people who live very humbly mm -hmm. and feel that they're successful exactly feel, and, and love their life um and i think I think it's kind of constant. I don't think this has changed much. The kind of s collective eye roll when someone says, I'm happy where I am. And they have, you know, a small house, you know, something just comfortable enough for them. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe, I mean, in my head, I'm envisioning someone um, living off the land. Um, and... There's that implied, don't you want more from everybody around them, from the, from the more financially successful people? Um, so, and they don't. I mean... Well, what's that minimalist movement now? Where right. people are, are just getting rid of a lot of stuff and, and getting down to the bare minimum of what they, they need in life? Uh, there's a lot of people, there's a movement, a whole movement about that now. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's documentaries now yeah. um, about that, and yeah. The and tiny house thing that right. they put on TV, there's right. whole programs about tiny houses. I'd love to live in one of those. I, I don't think I could do that, I need a little more room than that. It'd be that. cool, especially out there in the mountains. If it was in the mountains, somewhere where you could, you know, you didn't have to spend all your time in the house. But what do you do in wintertime in one of those? You're spending a lot of time in the house. Yeah. In a little... Gonna... 200 square foot thing or 100 square foot or whatever it is. That's true. That's true. I couldn't do that. So, you know, I've noticed we've we've said happiness quite a bit in this podcast. So is success synonymous with happiness? I think it can be. Yeah, I think it is. I think somebody that that uh, that their goal is to make a lot of money, if they make a lot of money, then they've achieved that and that makes them happy. I think that uh, net ha money doesn't mean happiness, though, to a lot of people. Yeah. To me, it doesn't. I mean, I. it's just like that stimulus check, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't get mine last time, and I don't know why, mm -hmm. um, but it didn't come. And I haven't got one yet this time. But I don't really care. If it comes, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I could use it. But I don't have to have it. It's not going to make me any happier than I am right now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It, yeah. If I get it tomorrow, I won't be happier than I am today. It'll just be more in my bank account. 
That's all. That's all it means to me. It's just a material thing. So what's your personal measure of happiness? If it's not money, what is it? It's uh, being content with yourself mm -hmm. and um, having the capacity to love other people. Mm. Your family and um, and just friends. To have that capacity to love other people and accept love is something that uh, I work on more the older I get. You know, mm -hmm. because that's happiness to me is 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 when I can um, get the joy out of being around people I love. Sure. So to me, that's happiness. I, I, I quite agree. I, you know, some of my, I was just telling one of my friends the other day who I really hang out, who enjoy hanging out with that, you know, hanging out with them is one of the they, best points of my week, just because I get to enjoy being in the presence of another person that I love for, you know, in in a in a platonic friendship sure. way. Um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's a really important point. Um, I think to a lot of people too, um, to and to me, happiness was having the relationship that I had with like grandma. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, being successful in a marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was happiness to me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, I think that's the real core of maybe what I was speaking about earlier. Um, the idea that success is, is, a you know, a wife or a husband, um, and kids in a house maybe it's not all that maybe success is just being happy in whatever relationship you prefer to be in yeah that's the key because you know the old school 1950s 60s stuff like we were talking about about you go to college if you go to college if you if you don't you don't you didn't really need to back then there's yeah. a lot of you know you could still get in the trades and make but you um that was the idea you do whatever you do, you go in the service, you come back out, you get married, you get a job, and you stay at that job for 35, 40 years, and raise your family, stay in the same house. Yeah. To, that was a lot of success for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but there's also the fact of you could do all that, but not be happy. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So to me, that's why I said with me and Grandma, the way it was to our relationship, is that, um, I mean... Every day wasn't all giggles and bubbles and, you know, <laughs> we didn't go around the house blowing bubbles like she did with you as a little yeah, kid. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, um, every day is not a joy, but a lot of them were. Yeah. A whole bunch of them were. Yeah. The majority of them were. I can't. And the thing about that is you don't remember the bad days. The, or the majority are good. Yeah. Well, sure. And, you know, that's... I actually think that's something that... Um, and this can be for a separate um, podcast, but that's what... Um, I, I've noticed that, especially, you know, in my generation, 
there's a idealization of relationships. Um, you know, um, <laughs> what kind of idealization? Like, Where does that come from? Oh, I, I, you know, um, I'm not really too sure, but you know, I know a lot of people who are like, if my relationship or if anything isn't perfect, then I should get out of it. Um, oh yeah. Right. Um, you know, and now, you know, I'm generalizing. There are some that, yes, are not perfect and, you know, but I, I like what you said about the fact that, you know, not every day was sunshine, but a majority of them were. And, you know. If you stick with it through the bad days, you know. Yeah. Then there's good days to come. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you're in love with the person. That's that's a big difference, you know. Yeah. I mean, that, that like you say, that's a whole different topic. But that is success. I mean, building success in a marriage, building success in raising a family, building mm. success, you know, there's so many different... Like I said, it's, it's an idea. It's multifaceted. It's individualized. It's whatever it is to that person. It's yeah. a feeling. A lot, too. Yeah. I stole the one that it's an idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where did you steal it from? <laughs> My therapist. Ah. <laughs> I asked I asked her permission if I could steal that phrase because she I told her what we were going to do this podcast on and she said, "Yeah, it's a, it's an idea." And I said, "Ooh, can I steal that? I like that." Yeah. I like that too. I think Because I, it really is. We've been talking about as far as um working towards something or, you know, uh creating a goal in life that that means you've reached where that place you want to be. Yeah. It starts out as an idea. I think everything starts out as an idea. Yeah. Well, you know, I can I can say personally I I was quite scared when I was younger um about you know, I liked photography, um, which is what I'm doing now. Um but I was worried like, you know, that same thing where's the money going to come from i you know like this this can't really be a career um but i don't know um sure can kind of hoping it will be yeah. yeah so and you know i've and i've gotten over that fear kind of and you know i i was talking to someone recently and i was i was saying about you know oh i could do this i could do that i could do this with my life and they said but whatever you're doing you're going to be happy, right? And I said, yeah. I said, that's that's a good goal, you know? And, you know, there's a chance that, you know, maybe this photography thing doesn't take off, and I find something that I enjoy just as much. Mm-hmm. You will. If you do, if it doesn't, you will. Right, and, and that's really this, that's, you know, as long as I'm happy with whatever I'm doing, I consider that successful. And that's the key to the whole, the whole thing, is, to me, in my mind, is happiness. That is success. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know, it sounds simplistic. It almost sounds too simplistic. But let's get back to your generation more, because we've been talking a lot about mine. And I know that um, you said it's easier in some ways for your generation because there's not the expectations of uh, you've got to do this step and then that step and the next step like it was with my generation. Like right. I was, right. you know... Uh, talking about a few minutes ago it just it's different for you guys yeah well and, and so i think hmm 
it's tough because you know I'm I'm around a certain group of people, so I can't speak for everyone. You know, of course. But I mean, from what I've seen at you know down in this area, um, Albuquerque is is definitely quite friendly to creatives, um, at least that I've seen, and Santa Fe especially. But I know other people who want to go into trades, and I, I've, I see the opposite, too, of people saying, like, oh, you're going into a trade, like, you know, like... you're Like they look down on right, it? Right, right. No? Um, and, you know, those people that I know who want to go into trades, they'd really love what they do, you mm -hmm. know? Um, I, one of my friends welds all the time. I think he would make a great welder. You know, and that's not something to to look down upon wants to do. Um, so maybe it's shifted almost too far the other way. Um, because like you said, when you were uh, when you were in school, when you were um, going to school, you could go to college or you could do a trade. Right. You know, and that'd be, you know, that'd be just as fine. Yeah, half the people that I knew in school didn't go to more than half back in those days. You know, corporations were different back then, too. They had retirements. There was a lot of incentive to stay somewhere for 30 or 40 years, you know? Yeah. The aircraft, the energy companies. I knew a lot of people that went to work for those kind of places, and they made a damn good living and created a good life for themselves. Um... But it's harder to do that now. This is set up. Just sure. the way business is in general. They'll ship your jobs off maybe after you've been there 20 years and you're mm -hmm. thinking, I got this retirement coming and all of a sudden they close the plant and ship the jobs off to a different country. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It ha there has to be... Oh, let's get back to your generation. I don't <laughs> want to get off track. But yeah, you don't have those... Those same um, perceptions of of what you should do to be successful. Exactly. And and exactly. back then, people kind of if you didn't follow that path one way or the other, they kind of looked at you as a rebel or yeah. a, like probably me. I did a lot of different things, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think that's that's something. There's no nowadays. There doesn't seem to be one, you know these steps to success you know it's it's it starts off instead of you know what you said go to do go to school then go to college or go to a trade school then get a job you know there's a step before all of that nowadays and it's just a question and just what do you want to do mm -hmm. and from there then you can go through all the steps but there's an emphasis on what the individual wants to do instead of what's necessarily the best for society at the time or the best for, you know, the, the, the common measure of success. Yeah. You'll, you, you know, you, you have to find your passion. You know, I mentioned passion a lot, but you have to find that passion. Yeah. And then you have to persevere. Yeah. That's a big one too. You know, people can get shot down by, negative you know influences around them and um, you have to push through that to be successful at whatever 
yeah. a marriage, yeah. a, you know, a, a raising a family, a job. Um, you have to push through. Sure. And, and, you know, and even other people. There, there are people, you know, especially in the... In, I've met photographers who, you know, they've been photographers their whole life. Mm. And they have a very jaded view on it. They you know, oh, you know, you don't want to be a photographer. Or something like, you know, or like, you know, oh, it's no good. The money's no good, you know. Um, or it's so competitive, you know, whatever. Um, and you got to ignore those people. Like, they're, they're jaded and um, good reason, but... Maybe they never loved what they were doing, see? Maybe they didn't. Yeah. Um, maybe they really never got to the place in their career where they wanted to, um, either, you know. Um, it could have been a convenience. They were good at it, and a couple opportunities opened doors for them, and that's where they ended up doing their careers. Right, right. But maybe they never did really like it or were happy at it. It wasn't their passion. Like yeah, you know, and, and, you know, and just because you have a failure... You know, I, I'm 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 the photo editor for a paper, so I see photographers. Um, you know, I, you know, I've I've watched them grow, mm -hmm. and failure is a big part of that. Absolutely. You know, um, not even not even big failures. Just every time you do something, every time you create something, every time you work somewhere, you learn things and you get better. Mm -hmm. um, so. Yeah, failure shouldn't be, failure, if anything, should be an encouragement and not a discouragement. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And I'm going to go back to Shark Tank on that one, too, because I've heard those guys say on Shark Tank a hundred times that, uh, you know, unless you fail, you can't be a true entrepreneur. You have to, you have to try different things. You try something, you know, and you, say, yeah. you get this idea. You say, I want to do this. If I create this, man, this is going to take off. Nobody else has this. Yeah. And then it doesn't for one reason or another. So you have to find something else. Sure. And you just keep going and you keep yeah. going and you keep going. It's that perseverance and stuff. But failure uh, should push you instead of stopping you. Right. And, it, and even, even the fear of failure can really hinder some great ideas. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, I made this photograph a little while ago. Um, and I... I almost didn't take it, you know? I, I was like, no, I'm, I'm tired. It probably won't turn out what I think it's going to be in my head. And then I did it. And once I finished with it, once I finished editing it and I got the final result, I was like, I can't believe I almost didn't take this photo. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, don't, don't be afraid of failure. It seems like uh, some of the photographs I've seen that you've taken, the... Uh, uh, you know, the best ones are, are probably ones you thought that you shouldn't have taken. Right. Yeah. Or you, you know. Didn't you really think much of it. Didn't the time. think much about it. Yeah. 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 And it turned out when you looked at it, I know that you showed us some last week of the basketball players at UNM. Mm -hmm. uh, fantastic photographs. Thank you. you know? Yeah. They were, they looked like anything you'd see in the New York Times or anything like that, you know. Thanks. So, yeah. Well, and you know, there's, there's a goal right there. There's, there's something that's. There's something to be afraid of, but not really, right? Um, right. You know, that that fear of rejection um, of, you know, say I submitted those photos or however you do it to the New York Times. Um, but, you know, whatever happens, happens. I've kind of, I've kind of, 
gotten to make peace with that. Um, if if it happens, when it happens, it'll happen. You know, I'm going to do my best to try everything to get to that level, um, to start publishing and being getting published in national papers. Um, but there's no... The only thing I can really do, realistically, is try my best. Well, and that goes back to that statement I was making earlier about that you have to be get really good at what you're doing right. to be successful at it. So, there again, going back to that, right now you're honing your skills. You're getting really good at what, you're, at what your passion is, what you love. And if you continue that, the money will come. Right. It just right. will. You don't have to worry about it. It'll be I there. think you're right. And I then you can right. support your grandpa in his old age. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a free portrait in, session. In, in the too, lifestyle but... of which I'd like to become accustomed. <laughs> <laughs> you, said it, you said it yourself. You didn't need that extra stimulus money. So. Nice try. <laughs> nice try. Yeah, I, got, I put my foot in that one, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> well, let's see. Do we have any more to cover on this subject? or? I think, I think that's a good place to end it. Don't be afraid of failure. And, um, yeah, don't be know. afraid of it and, and persevere. Push through. Yeah. And keep trying to get better, like you said. I think yeah. that's a big one. At right whatever there. you're interested in. At whatever in. it is. Yeah, don't, don't pay attention to those people who judge you for your career choice or your, your passions. Like, it's your passion. Like, you know, somewhere, someone needs that passion for that job. And they're going to hire you. Yeah. You're going to find work somehow. That's right. As long as you care about it. Well, and they see that passion, too. Absolutely. Other people see that within you. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I was just interviewing someone today for a job. And, you know, I, I the thing I really focused on was their um, perseverance. You know, they reapplied. You know, they, they, they kept, they, they um, you know, they persisted. And that's important. Determination. Yes. Yeah. And it shows me that they really care about their work. Mm -hmm. And any other employer is going to see that and value it. And if they don't, maybe you don't want to be employed with those people. Definitely. Especially photography, especially creatives. If they just want some guy to put, you know, these lines and this thing in a program to create a graphic, and they don't care how, you know, what the passion that's gone into it, Maybe it's not the right company. Well, know? and that, that's another good point because if, if, you, if you decide to leave a company like that because they're not structured to give you what your creative needs are right. and you don't see yourself going anywhere in that company, yeah. don't consider that a failure. You know, Consider that just a step to move to another direction. An opportunity for growth. An opportunity Absolutely. for growth. Absolutely, yeah. And if you're not valued where you are, then, you know it's just it, you can't be you can't put yourself in an environment that doesn't allow you to grow just hit on something there too that was brilliant because you said if you're not valued where you are to me um in my construction career as i built my way up and and you know was a eventually a project manager starting from a laborer carrying lumber to a, to a project manager on huge Huge projects, mm -hmm. industrial projects. Um, it's that I knew that the company valued what I was doing and my knowledge and the way I did my job. It was making money for them. That's 
if they weren't in business, I wouldn't be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it works both ways. I was never jealous of them making all the money. I got satisfaction out of knowing that I was valued. Yeah. 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 And that's important. You know, it's... That was a form of success for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that, I think we'll close out. Wish everybody a good day and and health. I hope everybody stays healthy and safe with the the wrapping up. Fortunately, I hope soon of the COVID nineteen thing with mm-hmm. everybody getting their vaccinations and and hopefully uh, we've learned a lot of lessons this last year and maybe it'll make things better. I don't know. Hopefully, we'll have to wait and see. Be safe, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs>